0: On this episode of Resi Week, we talk about federal overtime guidelines, talking about projectors versus displays, and the best way to build relationships with builders. All that and more. Next on Resi Week.
1: The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. 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 This is, is AV Nation. Nation. This
2: is AV Nation.
0: this is resi week episode 37 recorded monday october 17th 2016. don't need a screen
2: resi week is brought to you by our fine group of underwriters companies like draper welcome to resi week this is your weekly wrap-up of all the latest news and stories for the residential av industry i'm your host matty scott for avnation.tv today I'm pleased to be joined by Joe Whitaker, the president and uh, boss man over at The Thoughtful Home. How are you today?
1: Thank you guys for having me again. Hope this is going to be a good one.
2: Oh, it shall. I'm very excited. Mainly because I've got my my longtime pal and partner in crime occasionally, sometimes as I don't make appointments and she makes a ton of them. Heather Sidorowich, she is the president of Southtown AV from the Buffalo region. How are you, sir? Ma'am. Wow. Uh, ma'am. Starting I, it off. I'm living the
0: dream. Life is good. Life is good. And Joe, it has to be a good show because I am on it.
1: Absolutely. I was actually just talking about how me and you get weird together like on everything these days. Trouble. Just trouble. Well, it's always trouble. Yep.
2: Fantastic. Are you saying I've already lost control? Pretty much. That's nothing. You're killing me. All right let's uh let's start this right off real quick with an article from ce pro this is from jason not he is uh one of our regulars on the show he writes uh this nice case study actually um on how to build and leverage strong relationships with builders uh throughout the article he's covering quite a lot of information it is a, a lengthy article uh with as i said lots of great information that you should definitely check out um, but he's covering a couple of topics, specifically how the in the housing market in the U.S. starts are over a mil this year, which is double what they were in uh, in that essentially home automation energy segments are being put into 24% more, uh, or sorry, are being offered by 20% more builders than seven years ago. And lighting control specifically is being offered by 19% more. Now- as you scroll through this article, one of the interesting things that caught my mind, uh, or caught my attention, I should say, was the uh, the information on home technologies offered by builders. And what it's showing is the difference between 2009 and 2015. Why are you guys smiling at me like that?
0: It's the same part that I would was. That's my notes. That's what I was going to bring as well. Yeah.
2: See, I actually just stole your notes. That's all there is to
0: that's it. That's all there is to
2: it. All there is to it. But essentially, the. Uh, it's showing the difference between technologies that are offered and what's actually installed. And this is kind of the the pressing point for me, is you you look at it and in 2015, home theater was 80%. Lighting control was 68%. Structured wire, security, multi-room audio, all high 70s and high 80s. But when you go down to the actual installed market, it's still the mainstays. It's still structured wired, networks, monitored security and home theater down at 17 percent um guys what is this what does this mean for a our side of the industry uh when they're you know we have finally got builders on board and they're offering a lot of the stuff that we've been touting from from the rooftops for years but it's still not being installed as often joe
1: oh that's a good one
2: yeah uh, i wrote notes and stuff
1: yeah you know it's it's hard when you have what's offered and what's installed and you know you look at before the housing market crashed the crash kind of the rebound we're seeing now and whether or not you believe the political bubble that'll happen again in three years who knows but the 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 trends kind of set themselves and that's why when i see statistics like this i'm always very questionable because we're coming out of a very bad thing financially in the housing market back into something more comfortable. And during that big crash, you had a lot of um, IOT devices come out and kind of flail around like wink and iris and uh, the nest cam and the nest thermostat. These were things that were cheap and then a homeowner could get And all of a sudden they are now aware of home technology. However, the building market hadn't caught up so that we can come back in. So that's why you have this influx of all this. Now there's an actual demand because during that crash when we weren't able to do a lot of houses because the the money wasn't there they've been educated so now they know the things they want whether a builder offers them or not is a different story most builders are still on where they were in 2006 2007 Mm -hmm. which is what these allude to structured wiring monitored security home theater central vac as the ones that are getting installed and then you have your offer list the reason why this is different now is you know uh we'll do a little article here shortly about an outdoor projector, but you know, you look, you look at what people want to use their homes for now. Mm-hmm. Home theater is great in the really high, high end where they have the room and the square footage to spare, but in your average one mil to two mil, um, they're flex rooms. So these home theaters are not getting installed as much. They're, 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 they're the multipurpose. Of it. Exactly. When, when I can do, a 75-inch to a 90-something-inch 4K HDR display at less than the cost of a really good projector and surround receiver, that, that home theater is it's now for the connoisseur. It, it is now pushing itself into the market of the two-channel audiophile because of all these constraints inside building. But the main things in this, which is great, and which I actually expected this year and next year to kind of shrink, Is structured wiring. Yeah, yes. uh, You know, most most people are thinking, oh, you know, everybody's been pumping and promoting this wireless thing. Let's use less wires. The statistics are telling us that that's not happening. So, but but the builder relation, the other thing that goes back to this is, I'm not going to jump the gun. You're probably going to run back and touch back base on that. (laughs) So, I'm not going to jump the gun. I'm only going to answer the questions you asked today.
2: Uh, Well, you can get into more stuff. It's okay, but let's let Heather have a time.
1: I know, but first I want to let uh, Heather take a crack at uh, this part of it. Well, what
0: what I wrote is, you know, what's the difference between structured wiring in 2009 and what's in in 2015 when the study was done? And they're they're pretty different. I remember doing a 10,000 square foot house with a huge trunk of wires all down to the basement. And if you were going to do that today, you, you absolutely would not need to run that trunk. So structured wiring itself has changed. So to say that it's the offering is there, you know, you could go in and run Sonos to six or eight or 10 rooms of the house and have no centralized structured wiring for that. Um, connect amps per floor or to closets different spaces so that's kind of an interesting way that we're changing and i also see the home space as it really to be a smart home it was this one centralized location with your touch screen and your buttons and i've always been fighting the idea of 28 buttons on a panel but today i mean so we just changed the lighting control in our house my lights turn on a half an hour before dusk. That's very different in July than it is in January. I'm not necessarily relating to it. It's so intelligent it does it on its own. There's a one button that turns the lights off. The lights come on, so if I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, my house isn't dark. I'm not interacting with that, and that's how I think that we're having this paradigm shift. Um, so, well, that, and That's what's going to change the housing market, too. The approach has to change.
2: And that That raises the question of, you know, reading this study, the majority of their clientele that they're referring to is that boomer market, right? It's that, that market that again, when it thinks structured wire, it thinks a big trunk going downstairs and a touchpad somewhere that they have to try and remember how to use. Whereas, you know, when you start talking the millennials and even just the younger groups of people, the sub 50, uh, clientele, that are more comfortable using their phone and using voice control and looking at all these other things, is that going to dramatically grow this market past what these kind of studies, again, because it's a, if it was just a singular study based on today, that'd be one thing, but because they're referencing the, the same studies in 2009, that technology jump has been so big. How much is that uh, really affecting what this study is showing?
0: it's going to depend on whether you're a technologist out there selling solutions and not products and whether your portfolio is diverse. Because if you're going to stay, come to the same game that you were playing in 2009, you will die. You will not make it in this industry as it is today. Because it's, all, it's going to be statistics, right? If we look at how many more smart homes are out there today, And we look and then you you factor in the nests of the world and the, you know, all these other, the winks and all these other systems, Mm -hmm. you're going to say, oh my God, wow, this market grew by such and such percent. But then you're going to look at certain dealers and they're going to say, well, that's not true because my market has gone down. So we really have to, I think as an industry, as as industry professionals, we have to change the way our entire shift in the way that we're thinking about the, about the market and the industry as a whole.
2: So, does it mean that this is quote unquote kind of the end of that builder integrator model where they're wanting to the builder that is, where the builder wants to offer some of these services and do it through their electrician or their security That's guy? And then for the more advanced systems, they're gonna wash their hands of it.
1: I'm watching that die. Like like you know, which, the which whole... part
2: though? Which part? You're watching the no, builder no, the or whole... integrator relationship?
1: No, no with the builder doing the lower tech stuff um, with the security company or with the electrician that that model I, we're, we're watching it uh with just about every builder we deal, deal with die that that model's gone it's funny I'll, I'll one of the best examples i can give
2: somebody needs is, to tell I'm
1: Canada. drop i'm gonna name drop real quick so uh, uh the guy's name is tony pritch from it would Jay not be Anthony, a show with Crystal you homes.
2: It would not be a show with you if you didn't name drop at least one or two really important fancy people.
1: Well, no, no, this, this guy in Texas. So he's a builder. He's one of the builders we work with. Actually he's going to be speaking with me for the tech home X thing and, and about technology. His idea is this, all technology solutions need to come from the home technology professional company, everything blinds, security infrastructure, and he line items, these as packages, he, he promotes that technology into the home. He's basically a conduit because him as a builder, and yes, he's, he's very forward thinking and he's super tech savvy, but he sees these as or more important than countertops, uh, custom ceiling finishes. Um, he gave me a really good example about, a customer who wanted a client who wanted this like $20,000 rug in like their hearth room, but they wanted a crappy TV. And he told them, let me ask you a question throughout the day, which one of these two are you going to look at more? Are you going to look at the rug? Or are you going to look at the TV? He, you know, it's, it's, they've been offering all these things forever mm-hmm. like custom hardwood floors. But how does that affect the way you live inside the home? Builders are starting to catch on to this. And they want to give their client the best, you know, the best experience possible. So they know they can't do this with your, you know, average run-of-the-mill electrician. You can't do this with your average security monitoring company. They're starting to get it because, well, they've been burned for the last 10 years.
2: Now, are are they seeing their clients push this or is this something that they have noticed themselves?
1: So within the ones that we do, it, it's kind of a split. Most people are aware of the options; they just need a little a little education on how all these things actually come together, how how the model fits together. Um, whereas you've had somebody have some experience with, you know, Lutron set lights by themselves, or Nest by itself, or you know, bringing all those things together in, in an ecosystem is something, you know that they need a little bit of education on. But the great thing is, is builders get this now. So yeah. a lot of times these conversations happen before we even come in.
2: Now, Heather, is that something that you're seeing? And if you're not, how do you, how do integrators go about approaching the builders that they're working with to promote this concept of, you know, your technology really needs to come from your technology professionals?
0: Um, We, I've never – we never were fully dependent on the builder market. Um, So our – yeah, so therefore 2008 did not hurt us like it hurt others. Um, But our builders, they've always come from the client. They've always been client-centric. So we've met the client through home shows or just being out in the area, Um, just being – you know, doing presentations on stage at the local home shows. Just, again, just saying – we're the local experts, call us with questions. And then that has grown into, okay, now I'm building a house. Um, And when they were building a house, then they would contact us. And through that, I think that we're on every builder's list locally, except that I I would still say we don't do a lot of new build these days. I think we're still um, retrofit. We do a few new builds a year, not a ton. Um, But again, that's part based on what moves us and what, what we're up to. You know, we've been doing a lot of commercial work lately too. Right right now Buffalo's in a big growth phase commercially. So go where the money is. Um, And it's, you know, something that, that my team is really good at right now. Um, So yeah, I've never had a ton of success going after the builders themselves.
2: Interesting. Very good point. All right. Moving on from that again, check that article out. It it is a good one. Uh, Moving on to an article from CNET. Uh, do Hisense TVs make high-end sense? Now, before you both smirk, which I see you doing, um, this is from uh, David Katzenmeier over at CNET talking about how Hisense is now kind of taking a page from Vizio and going after that high-end market, whereas in the past, you normally would look at Hisense, you'd see them at walmarts and kmarts back when we had those and and stuff like that for your cheap budget 32 inch uh to throw in a, a spare room they now have a full line that includes 4k resolutions hdr compatibility up to 86 inch uh even with i believe one model there that's a hundred inches with t- which is an 4k laser projector uh tv somehow um Heather, is this something that you are looking forward to being able to offer your clients?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> um, and wow. we have played not, this not game before.
2: Not even
0: No, no. Maybe ask me again in five years. So here's what drives <laughs> me crazy. And we went down this rabbit hole and I've had firsthand experience. There was go video, remember go video years ago. And so one holiday season, we felt, well, man, if we want to compete with Walmart, which had just opened up down the street, we thought we need to bring some of these in and every single one went bad. And what kills me about (laughs) these reviews is they say, great out of the box. It's beautiful and it will clean your house. That's great. Where is it in a year? Where is it in a year and a half? Where is it in, you know, I just had a guy, this old guy, I, he was like 106. He just walked in the store earlier today with a Sansui TV. He's like, i have had this for a year and a half. It's broken. I said, well, of course it is. Like you probably paid nothing for it. Do you know where you got it? No. Like, I mean, like you get what you pay for in electronics, no matter how much you want to spend that. You know, I used to have a truck driver that said, what he hated most about Vizios is that he had to carry them twice. One in the client's house <laughs> and one back out again. Oh gosh, these are true stories. It's... Like these are frontline things. These are not my opinion because I looked at it for 10 minutes and I'm a reviewer. So I, you know, and I live with it and for a week. This it's... is
2: what we love about having you on the show, is you're so <laughs> honest. You don't veil anything.
0: I don't. I am not the girl you want when it's about being PC. Um, But yeah, so I feel the same way about Hyacinth. So if they can come to market with a product and, you know, and, and keep a great quality, then yes. Years later, I'll bring it on. I mean, 2014, when Sony had all those problems in their line, I wrote an article. I was honest about them. We've been Sony through and through, and we almost practically dropped the line at one point because they had so many troubles. They're back. They're awesome today, but... You know, call it like it is. For people who are answering the phones and and right out there, heck no am I getting involved in that.
2: Well, and let's be clear. It's really easy, kind of as you alluded to, it's really easy to do a review or do a, you know, a 30-day test of a product. It's another thing when not only are you, you know, making your clients essentially do that 30-day review, but you also have to support it and potentially repair, replace, do service on all that stuff. Joe, how important is the brand reference, right? Because, you know, when Vizio first came in, it, it, it had a tough slog with established people and now they create, you know, arguably a a very good product. How much does the, the brand recognition come into when you're either a looking at bringing these in to, to the shop or b trying to sell it?
1: Well, you, you know, I, th- I think I think this is why me and Heather do a lot of work together because I'm gonna get down to the nitty gritty too. So, uh, uh, really, please. Very good example is, and, and I'll just say, and, and you know, just say I, it. Don't beat. I, I, I could get beat, beat for this. Um, Vizio was great for Walmart. You, you, you know, it's not great for us. You Brian, know, toilet uh, paper uh, with your CD TV. Of 2015, <laughs> CD two thousand fifteen. CD two thousand fifteen. They showed a hundred and something inch. I'm a cool TV type TV. And uh, guess what? You know, thanks for throwing a freaking other Bluetooth remote on it. No IP control. Can you please get it, get this off the trade show floor? Because I can never sell one. Same thing of, you know, David Katzmeyer, please give me a call. I'll give you my email at the end of this. Um, the guy who wrote this article. The going to be a failure for most of the things that Heather already pointed out brand that has been known for being sold at Costco, Walmart, Sam's, etc etc etc. It is another element Olivia one of those. It's one of these one of these brands that we're known for letting our customers throw them outdoors because if it gets rained on, it's so cheap to replace nobody cares. Um I want to know the HDR specs. It says it supports a, a HDR compatibility. At what specs? What 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 version? I mean, there, there's just so many holes inside this article that leave me with questions. Okay, great, it might do HDR. Is it ready for our market? Probably not. It's probably another IR-controlled TV. There's, there's so many let's things be not, that let's are us
2: honest, we don't even know what the 4K spec on it is, let alone the HDR spec.
1: Well, I mean, I anything else? if they are supporting uh, uh, HDR, I'm assuming the 4K is at least at like 4.0.0. You, you know, know I'm what, just guessing. You know what
2: they say about assuming.
1: Uh, yeah, because if, if they if I get an email from them and say we're doing four 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 now, my way is going to be I'm, my mind's going to be blown. Um, but you know, you can't you you can't hop into a market like this, just like Heather said, without some kind of track record. And Joe, go from Joe, I'm a Walmart sure TV to a pro model.
0: We are not being elitist for those out there who may think, oh, well, they do this, so they're just being elitist because they like their um, – Joe, how much have you donated over the years in new product that didn't come off the ground? I mean, how many how many new uh, control systems or remotes or things were out there that you're like, oh, I'm going to buy in early, and then you pretty much gave it
1: away or threw it out? Um. Gosh, I remember a really nice experience with Colorado VNet. Uh, I' that so in my basement still. So we're not even gonna go there. You're you're, <laughs> you're right. You you know the the experimentation should not be on our client side. And they shouldn't even be on our side. It show me a track record first that I can actually do. You know a a support model for You know it's great that you know and and me and Matt talked about this off air. Mm-hmm. Is that you know there there are some name brand components inside the set. It's mm-hmm. currently not even in the top three as far as selling or technology. But so I mean you, you know you, you show me a track record, I'll get behind it. Um, the same thing I said to Vizio three years ago. Show me a track record. Show me things that actually work in the kind of the lux home market that I can get behind. Uh, otherwise, I can't.
2: Very good. Not that we got you all excited Fisker. about Fisker. something. <laughs> a Fisker
1: car, great technology. A Fisker car, same thing.
2: Nice. All right. Moving on to a, another one that I'm sure is going to elicit great response. Uh, this is from The Verge, uh, circuit breaker from Chris Plante, Plante something like that. I'm I'm sure I'm butchering that. Projectors are simply better. And probably cheaper than you think. Uh, This is a lovely little story of a gentleman and his wife who moved from New York City to Austin, Texas and started to build out their home. When they did that, they decided that they were going to eschew the normal TV and go with this lovely BenQ projector as their main listening and watching device. Now, before you get all up in arms over that, he goes through a couple of things as you see in these lovely bullet points, how easy it is to set up, how you don't need a screen, and how it works just fine in a room with windows, or dare I say, even outside. Oh, and don't forget, the speakers are serviceable. So before we jump on this, because I know we're going to, all three of us are going to jump on this pretty effectively. But before we do that, a couple of quick just discussion points. Yes, we know this is kind of hilarious. But two, this is to a degree, the the concept is real. You can buy a good projector and a a good screen, even though he thinks we don't need one. You can buy a, a good projector and a good screen and get a very large, very amazing image for your, again, dedicated theater room or large common space fairly effectively. Two-piece projection is not an overly complicated concept, even though people like to think it is. Um, is this story going to help, though, with that that concept, that, that projection is tough? Either one of you, whoever wants to jump in first.
0: <laughs> All right, I'll go. Um, so... <laughs>
2: As Joe just hurt, points and throws you under the bus.
0: <laughs> the one that hurts my soul the most is actually not the video, but the audio. Like the, the speakers, speakers are
2: serviceable. The,
0: the speakers are serviceable. Like that, I'm I I am all for mass market. I am all for a good enough factor, but to be able to listen to that, that would hurt. It would hurt me. It would physically hurt me to listen to a movie or a TV show. And I want to say, I want to ask him after he watches a TV show. Joe ran away. He got us so upset.
2: Yeah, he's, he's (laughs) done. Well, this is my favorite quote from it though. The projector speakers sound better than a decent, than a pair of decent external stereo speakers. They're loud and the sound isn't crunchy.
0: Which obviously means that he had like some RCA speakers or something. (laughs) He obviously did not. We were at a Hard Rock the other day and they only had the sub was only going like they did not have any high end.
2: Sounds fantastic.
0: It was so I ruined my meal. I like I don't understand how people can survive with bad audio. It, it blows me away. You watch a TV show, it, especially these days, the dictation is so important,
1: mm-hmm. which is why
0: the soundbar was the fastest growing piece of electronic, you know, if not ever in, in many, many years. And then it, so it hurts. It hurts my soul to hear him say the speakers um. As for the screen, I'm kind of fascinated by that trend because I've seen this on the commercial side, too. I've seen mm-hmm. this at university, them saying, oh, we're not going to put a screen in. We're just going to put it on the wall. And we'll paint it with special paint if we need to. Um, I, so I don't know. Is skin tone color? Is color of the skin tone important to people when they're – maybe they don't care. Maybe they don't care.
2: Maybe but, they don't uh, know the difference, though. That's Cause, true, cause too. That's something we run into a lot is they just don't actually know the difference, Because they've never had a a decent TV. They've always bought their TVs from Walmart or Costco. They've never had, and again, not not to say you have to have your set calibrated, but they just, you know, they go to Buffalo Wild Wings and they see horribly blown out TVs. No, I will say,
0: at CES, Sony had a prototype of a projector. Did you see that at their keynote?
1: I didn't go to. Did studios.
0: you, Joe? No, but I watched your keynote, you know, online.
1: The keynote, yeah, that thing was awesome.
0: That thing was awesome. So, that's conceptually, it could be done, and it could be done well, right? So but the idea doing color was correct.
1: They're doing a lot of crazy stuff inside
0: that. The thing was awesome, though. I would buy that. So, conceptually, the idea is pretty awesome. He just isn't using it because he doesn't know. But the idea that you could take a, in essence, a projector and throw it in your kid's room while they have a sleepover and it sounds good, that's pretty cool. Mm.
2: Now, Joe, I, I feel like you ran to get a prop, which concerns me. <laughs> yes, um,
1: you know, everyone knows I'm famous for props, all right? But this but... is a legitimate one, okay? So, Are you sure? I don't know if the guy who wrote this, if his last name is plant or planté, like he's French, I don't know. Um, so, you, you know, I have, I have a, a little wrench to throw in his engine here. So we, we have a particular client who's a commercial client. And I'm not going to call out their names because they're kind of big. And we took over a project there.
2: Did I already call out their name though?
1: No, you did not. Well, okay, we're safe. You were, we're freaking free. close though. We're safe then. Um. So, but but uh, you, know, it, you know, it was a good example of you know when this guy goes in to say you know it's easy to set up. You don't need a screen. Works outside with windows, maybe lights. I don't know. So there's a big white wall behind me, right? And they had. This projector just blowing on the wall, dude, this does not work who you know the guy who wrote this review this does, this is not a satisfactory experience to me in any single kind of way. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't make my children watch Thomas the train. On <laughs> that on that kind of experience. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, yes. Okay, if you get down to the brass tacks monetary an okay screen with a so-so projector might be less than, you know, a 75-inch 4K HDR set. You know, but but, but, call, but call it what it is.
2: But is he comparing it to that? It's not it going to work that? well
1: with ambient light. It's, the speakers in it are – play play music on your laptop. That's the experience you're going to get. Just straight out of your your laptop.
0: You're better than this, public. You are better than this.
1: You are better than this. <laughs> The Verge, you're better than this. Better than this. And,
2: and that's where I wonder, though, because these guys are not th- – these aren't your traditional and, – and I don't want to stereotype The Verge or CNET or, or anybody else like that. But these aren't your stereotypical users. These are guys that probably watch the majority of their media on a laptop.
0: That's totally
2: possible. They, they well, might, And, and, and if they the if they're coming from a New York City true. apartment, they may not even have had a TV. They literally may have been watching it on a thirteen inch MacBook Pro.
1: But that's why that's not an excuse. I, you're if you're on a thirteen inch MacBook Pro, it has a higher resolution output than a
2: Oh it's gonna look fantastic compared uh, to the player. Yet.
1: I mean, but but you know, the, the, the stuff you're using takes away from that. You know, and that that's kind of the thing is it, it's it's great that, you know, if you're not really looking for a good quality experience, yes, you can go to Costco and spend four hundred dollars on a projector. Splash it on the side of your brick house, and you can actually watch a football game. Kind of, you might not be able to see the score, but you can hopefully. see little people running around. And hopefully, you your Redskins or the Dolphins because the brick makes them red.
2: Hopefully, you're enjoying the event enough that you maybe don't notice the score.
1: Maybe that's what's <laughs> going on.
2: Like it is Texas, I I, I know what y'all Good do down mind.
1: there. Welcome horns. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
2: Uh, right, so so hold on let me let me pull this back for a second. What do we do as integrators because if somebody walks into your store or gives you a call and says, "Hey, I just read this article on the Verge and I want a projector." How do we go about educating our clients beyond this option without Heather, insulting, without insulting them?
1: Heather, do you own that kit? Do you have the Screen Innovations kit? It is probably one of the best things I Okay, so screen Invasion has a little box, and it has a bunch of tiles inside of it. Yes, I have do. that one. You, you have one? Okay, good. I do. Yeah, so you can, you can throw it up on the wall, and you can show, hey, here's plain white. Here's what a white wall looks like. And what I did is I went one further, and I, I have a piece of drywall in mine, and then a piece of drywall with that goo. ah, uh, um, goo, and yeah. And you did on it, and, you know, show them the experience. Show it to them. Because an average consumer doesn't know any better when they read stuff from, I hate to say it, this almost our industry and politics kind of work the same. They're reading technology specifications and reviews from mass media. It's the same thing in politics. They're not getting the brass tacks from the real deal. You know, and we have to deal with that all the time. Oh, I read a review on this 32-inch Samsung. Great. Let me show you one. <laughs> Um, you know, and I mean, but but that, that's the truth. It is our job as home technology professionals to educate them on the differences.
0: I, I notice you keep saying home technology professionals. You're no, yes. no, you're not a technologist.
1: Now.
2: <laughs> oh goodness!
1: Peace out. And and on uh, that
2: note, <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to have to cut this short as much as I'm enjoying reading this <laughs> article. Uh, thank you so much for, for being here, guys. And, Heather, thanks for filling in the last minute. My pleasure. On our cancellation. Heather, where can people find you?
0: You can find my rants and ridiculousness on Twitter at tech underscore chi. That is C-H-I, tech underscore chi. Um, you can find me on Gmail, S-A-V-G-A-L, savgal for self Town Audio Video, at gmail.com or... Uh, you know, Facebook, wherever you can find me, I'm around.
2: You can also find you on Resi System. Oh,
0: yeah, there too. Yeah,
2: come on, let me – I'll plug you real quick. My
0: rants quickly. and raving there too.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, there you go. Thank you so much. Joe, my good pal, where can people find you so uh, they can I've tell you what, thought- what your title is supposed to be?
1: I've, I've been all corporate now. So you can find me at, uh, at Thoughtful Home on uh, Twitter, uh, at both Thoughtful Home on Facebook. Uh, you can always shoot me an email at uh joe at the thoughtful home.com hit me on cedia uh you'll be finding me there for at least a couple more years um <laughs> and, of course, and of course on C Pro and uh, a couple of other uh interesting uh outlets
2: to hear me In- interesting.
1: very rarely rant
2: oh very nice all right well thank you again uh for for joining us and watching this episode Uh, If you'd like to follow me, you can find me at Matt D. Scott on Twitter and pretty much every other social platform like that. But more importantly, please stop by avnation.tv. You'll find this show as well as a wide variety of other shows that uh, cover all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, make sure you stop by and check out our underwriters. They support us. We'd appreciate it if you support them. Thanks again for joining us. That's all the time we have for this episode of Rezzi Week.